You're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 591 for Wednesday, May 11th, 2016. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. Let's get this party started, shall we? Yep. Right. Hey, everybody. It's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio, the 591st. Jesus, that's a lot. Meeting underneath the White Roof. Uh, joining us tonight, of course, my good friend Todd Pearson from the next Kaza, MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. Hey, hello. And uh, Alex is with us as well from the West Coast. What, what? What, what, what? <laughs> is that what people sound the West Coast? I don't I, know. That's what you're supposed to, you're supposed to start talking like that, Alex. Well, uh, you, have to say, you have to say like a lot. No, I think whenever whenever anybody from San Francisco speaks, you just hear cash registers ringing in the background. Interesting <laughs> <laughs> story about that today too. Um, and Alex, you have to say dude a lot. I say dude a lot now. Okay, good. That's <laughs> good. Every Alex, just you need to put in just a sprinkling, just like a dash of hella. Hella. H e l a. Yeah, that's hella cool. That's hella cool, man. Hello, that's hello, that's awesome. Yeah, you have to, yeah, now that you live on the West Coast. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to see our friend Sean like uh, on a regular basis. Uh, so Sean has been like in California for a while now. So I'm, I'm I'm guessing like he can teach me all of that stuff. That's awesome. When you see Sean's million dollar bicycle, you can just go, dude, that bicycle, hella cool. Uh, <laughs> I've seen it. It's very shiny. It has a button to so you can turn it on. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Does it, nice. Does it have a fob? Does it have a fob? No. They were like, if we can't make it as big as Minis, we're not going to make one. So. Right. And it's got a battery in the seat post. Too. Yeah, speaking of mini fobs and big, I, sh I showed you guys. That, that should be our, our uh, picture for the week on the show. Is I got this, this uh, key fob replacement cover that basically takes the new mini, the F56 key fob, and makes it half the size and it comes in colors. It's a, it's a, it comes in colors. It's a 3D printed thing. Um, I will put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, and it's only ten bucks. Uh, it's ten bucks plus four ninety nine shipping. But if you order two of them, you still only pay four ninety nine shipping. Uh, so it makes it a little bit better deal. There, there was some discount codes. They're all gone now. But it's really cool. I like it. It makes the key a whole lot smaller. So. Go get yeah, it's especially uh, practical for people who uh, who keep their keys in the in their pocket like all day long because they have like keyless entry. Right. It's well, awesome. and pretty much everybody. I mean, you have to keep your key in the pocket all in your pocket all the time because there's no reason to get it out when you once you get in the car, right? All right. So you just reach into your pocket to unlock it, and you get used to. So I've gotten used to this with the new F56. Is reaching my you know hand in the pocket and touching the the right button. And making the car do what I want it to do, so I never have to pull it out of my pocket. Now I wish I had comfort access to where I didn't have to touch the key fob at all, but I don't. So, gotcha. See, I usually just have one hand in my pocket and the other one's throwing peace signs. <laughs> <laughs> because DB, you still have to put your key in your dash. You don't have comfort access to you. Oh, dude, I have to put my yeah. I've got to push my. I, you know what? I don't want to talk about my car. Uh -oh. We are not talking about Bruce. No. Uh -oh. Okay. Bruce has been bad. Bad Bruce. Did you have to invest any money in this? I know you have check engine lights. Oh, yeah. I've got check engine light. Uh, my rear boot latch doesn't work. Um, the piece, my, my, I'm still missing the grill piece. I have to do a brake job, but that's wear and tear. You can't count the brake job. 
but yeah, check engine light still, um, which I'm sh- sure is part of why it just runs like total garbage um, and gets not that great at gas mileage. Um, and then the boot latch thing, it's been broken since I bought it. And this is something new, and I've noticed since I've been hauling my bicycle on the back of my car. I've got to hang a you know rack that I used on Roxy, right? Mm-hmm. And Roxy, perfect build. It's got these little hooks. They would just slot right in there, the the gap between the roof and the you know the roof and the spoiler. Right. The little gap right there, slot right in, no problem. Done with the bike rack, pull it right out, no trouble at all. With um, on Bruce, I have to practically beat them into the slot on one side, and the other side kind of slides in the way it's supposed to because it's either the car was hit. Or the build quality on the R56, first gen R56, was so hideous that the the gap doesn't line doesn't line up. Now, what happens over time? I'll tell you exactly what happens. Um, over time in that car, starting in the R56 generation, if you go and you open the boot lid and then you go to close it, like most people do, they only close it from one side with one hand. And yeah. let's say you reach up to the right side on the corner naturally, or the left side in the corner. And that's where right. you go to close it. What you end up doing over time is you end up torquing that whole boot and the and the hinges because you're putting too much pressure on one and not enough on the other one. And oh, that's just that's just crap because that's how I close a boot in my R50. I know, but if you're doing and it, it, it never, should, and it was always perfect. You should close it. Well, it was a much more solid car. They're made out of yeah. lighter metal now, and and it torques like that. But now I just recommend to people when you close the boot on anything. Either reach in and grab both of those grips, or if you only have one hand, go to the outside and close it from the center. Put your hand in the very center of the car and put your hand on the license plate to push it closed. Because See, that's what I, I I pull down on one side till like till it's like you know head level, so yeah. I can actually close it with in the middle right. with my hand. Yep, yep. That's that's good. But the starting motion of pulling it down is what's just causing stress and torque and. You know, it's an eight-year-old car, so the metal so, starts to get stressed. One of one of the many things about my car that I just don't like. So, I have it's, nothing it's, I don't like about the JCW so far. By the way, I, I have nothing about my car right now that I like. The stereo is poor. What about um, driving in traffic? Is just a, an awful experience. Well, and that's awful. not the car's fault. Yeah, it is. That's a car's Phoenix's fault. fault. No, Roxy. I, I, dude, I had 300,000 miles on Roxy, right? Never any trouble driving in traffic. Still smooth no matter what. Uh-huh. So that's the clutch? That's the clutch. Like, it's jerky. I can't, and I'm, I mean, I know how to drive a stick. I've been doing this for 20 years. And I cannot get this car to drive smooth in bumper to bumper traffic. Even with the sport button on? Yeah, even with the sport button on. Because I, I found I was the same way in that generation Cooper, unless I put yeah. the sport button on. And then that smoothed things out for me. No, it makes it worse in my car. That's um, interesting. I do it, find. It, I got to tell you though that the the R fifty nine we have now the Roadster same generation yeah. as your car DB manual transmission. I yeah, find yours is a second gen. Um, second gen R fifty six. Mine's first gen R fifty six. Well, okay. Well, yeah. well even the but, second gen because uh, I remember picking picking mine up from uh, Otto's Mini and bringing it back to Boston and being stuck in New York traffic and it wasn't pleasant. You so. know, it's a little it's a little jerky. I find this car way and DB. I would agree with you. Um, the clutch and everything. It's it's not as comfortable as say my GP or my O three was, and it's definitely right. not as comfortable and smooth as the F fifty six. The new 2016 I've got Um, so I would agree with you and it just takes something to get you know some getting used to it's been a year I mean I could have got an automatic but the automatic in the Cooper is abysmal yeah that's just 
That's like driving that Dodge Dart that we had in Vegas. So are you saying there's a Ford or a Mazda in your future? There is a Ford or a Mazda or even a Hyundai in my future. Oh, and then to top it everything off, I've had this car for a year and I'm already like 50% upside down on it. Oh my gosh. Car has zero value. When Roxy was eight years old, still had a value of like ten or twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, that's all minis now. That was with like hundred and fifty thousand miles or whatever ridiculous mileage I had on her after that long. You know? Yep. Uh, so but, annoying. But see, and, and here's the math on this, and we've mentioned this before, but here's the math is that back then, from two thousand two until geez, two thousand six at least Mini mm-hmm. was still able to charge full list for the cars, and some dealers in the country on the West Coast were charging more than list price for Mini Coopers yeah. in 2006, okay? That's so, right. I remember so, that. So, yeah, your car was four years old, and that's why it retained a whole lot of its value because the cars were right. still in demand. They were still hot. Even used cars were retaining huge amounts of their, of their value. Well, now, Mini dealers, different Mini dealers are taking three and four thousand dollars off of some of these cars and it's killing the resale value of everybody else's cars that are out there because you're like oh well you can buy a brand new one for three grand off or four grand off depending on what it is and that is really hurting the the used market and the values of minis and has been for a number of years so yeah it's it's a brand. It's just like any other car now, as far as money goes. You know, they say you drive off the lot and you lose fifty percent of the value of the car. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I was gonna check the value of my car, but Kelly Blue Book can get stuffed. They won't let you use the site with an ad blocker turned on. We need to pay some bills really quick. Mm, so go ahead. This. Um, let's remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. And sorry for the extra edits, Todd. Um, let's remind you about our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. This week, I want to remind you guys about these really cool spoiler extensions uh, for the R53 and for the R56 they're kind of dope looking they're a little spendy I'm not going to lie but they add a little bit extra to your spoiler make it look a little bit more race car those are super cool available at motoring.com you know what else just because you got to have one for the back seat of your car when you're at the car show Union Jack Pillow got to have one of those or a Union Jack air freshener that goes in your air conditioning vent you got to have one of those uh, or a Union Jack visor organizer you got to have one of those, and right? Can, you, yeah. that, do you guys have all that stuff? No. And can I say, I've owned cars for 30 years now. Never oh. in a single car I've ever owned have I had or needed an air freshener in the car. What the hell is wrong with people? What are you people doing in your cars to it's where you have to de- have? It's more for decoration, dude. It's got the Union Jack on it. I get that, but no, I can, I drive up to, you know, it's springtime, it's nice, and you pull up to a stoplight, I can smell those things from two cars away in other people's cars. What are you people doing in your cars? Who knows? If you have to ask, brother, you have to ask. Anyway, all that that plus so much more is available at OutMotoring.com. I want you guys to remember that they're adding like 200 new parts and new pieces of accessory and new pieces of just stuff for your Mini every month. Over 200 pieces of new stuff going on OutMotoring.com every single month, like the GCW shift knob covering, carbon fiber for the R50, 52, 53, right? Super cool. Um, I mean, even like little things like hex bolts and rear seat bracket frames because you got to have that um jp a gp brake duct boom done and done 
Um, so like for you DIY guys, Aaron's got all your parts. Something breaks and you like to fix yourself, go over to motoring.com. He's going to have the parts that you need. Not to mention the full on uh, oil change kit. Sell you the whole thing. Oil, the filter, and it's a, a reasonable price. And do yourself right there in your driveway. Done and done. Um, and then, like I've mentioned already, those of you who there's a bunch of you already at the Dragon, and I'm sure you stocked up on your personal motoring gear, but we still got many Southwest Mini Fest. We still have Mini Takes the States. Our motoring is a place to go for all the hats and the shoes and the watches and the shirts, right? That's the stuff you want to get over at outmotoring.com. When you're there, don't forget to sign up for the email newsletter. Remember what that does? First of all, it reminds you about all the new cool stuff outmotoring.com has. Not only that, but it also gives you your own very personal 5% discount coupon. So next time you place an order at outmotoring.com, you save 5%. Super awesome. Who doesn't want to save 5%? I mean, it's huge. Not only that, but if you spend $195 or more at outmotoring.com, I mean, and who's not going to do that? Shipping is free. Boom. Done and done. That, of course, is uh, our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Go over there. Check them out. It's Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and... Mini performance, speed, and... I'm looking for something else. Mini performance, speed, and soccer wrenches. That's Outmotoring.com. Yeah. Maestro. Yeah. If you please. Boom. Well, I, I really don't think we need to make this. Yeah, barely. Barely. So... Really quick, before we talk about the ridiculous, <laughs> let's have you look at the limited edition mini challenge car, which is starting to take shape, and it's starting to look pretty hot. And it's UK so, only, it's, so don't get too excited it, if you're in the U.S. Yeah, we're not going to get it in the U.S., but we can still get excited about it because it's a badass car. It's a JCW race car. It's the mini challenge car made out of an F56. And the F56 as a race car blows me away it looks amazing it really does look good it, and uh I, can i say also that they've answer. what what's the number they they haven't put a total number on this they said we're going to make up to this number depending on demand it's so, 50 right, to 100 so 50 to 100 so they're not necessarily going to make all of them they're going to make as many as they have orders for but they're not going to make any more than 100 so right. it's kind of interesting in that it's an addition of an unknown quantity you know, unlike the WC50 or the the GPs that have come out, where there's a, a finite number of them, and they're individually numbered on top of that. Least right. I mean, these of. are challenge cars. These are challenge race cars. I mean, obviously they're but they're street legal. They're street legal. But they're street legal in the UK. I don't think they'd be street legal here. Um, and just just some drool worthy points. The chassis has been upgraded with nitron spr springs and dampers, along with front camber plates, fully adjustable, of course. A stiffer set of sway bars as well, as you would expect. Uh, still get the four-piston Brembo setup from the JCW, uh, but the challenge is going to be using bespoke Mintex pads. Mm. Yes, and finally, just like to put the cherry, whipped cream cherry and sprinkles on top, a real old-school limited slip diff from Quaif. And we, there is no picture mechanical, of a mechanical diff, no less. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, no, nonsense. This is me, a race car. I, want, I, mean, I, want, I would drive this car. Except, you know, it's a race car. Anyway, go check that out. That's going to be I don't think they've, uh, they've shown this, like, uh, from the picture. I don't think you can see it. Probably it's the least interesting bit of it all. Uh, bit of it all but um, they are going to get Team Dynamics wheels. Yes. Three pounds lighter than the regular wheels. Yep. 17 by 7.5. Yeah. It's going to be a this car in action. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. By the way, 
What do you guys think? Um, chrome around headlights or no chrome? No, black. Chrome. What? Why? 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 Which one? Why uh, DB? Why Todd? I hate chrome. <laughs> I think chrome looks nicer with white, and I always like a white top and mirrors. All right. No, I like the black, and I also like the the LED cornering lights in the new car, which are the dark ones. They kind of look they're about as black as you can. The only way to get that, and they're kind of charcoaly in color. Mm. I've got that on my on my JCW. And I'm a big fan of that, but yeah, no, I'm yeah. not a big fan of the chrome. See, and I also like the chrome headlights because it kind of brings the whole Beltline chrome trim thing into play. Because like in my car, for example, it's got the chrome trim around the lights. I've got chrome scuttles and chrome belt. Line. Yeah, yeah, and so and it kind of brings it all together. Speaking of it, in the new one, like, and so many did this eventually for the R56. They offered the headlight and taillight rings in black, and not to mention they also offered that upper and lower grill piece that's normally chrome on db's generate the r56 which is 2007 to 2014 um that was all offered in black from mini okay well i have a piece of that for my car if anybody wants to buy it <laughs> there you go hey there you go you'll be less upside down in the thing um <laughs> 50 bucks is 50 bucks man um but then they offered it for the countryman who get black headlight and taillight rings for the countryman and even the right. scuttles but now for the F56, you can get black headlight and taillight rings. Those came, you know, very brand new. You could do that to these cars. But they don't offer a black grill, that giant lips of a <laughs> chrome piece that goes around the grill on the new car, on the 2014 and up <laughs> Mini. And I have made a, almost a living out of wrapping those in matte black and carbon fiber and black for people and changing them out. I've, I'm to the point now where it'll take me less than 10 minutes to pull one off and put a new one on. Oh, cool. And so I'm like, you know what? Mini could make a mint selling that piece in mm -hmm. black if they did it just like they did the headlight and taillight rings. If they, They'd even could sell it for 100 or $200 and people would do it because it makes the grill look so much better, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, it it makes it less intrusive and uh and whatever so i i think it's a matter of time right i mean you have it in carbon on your car right yeah it's wrapped in carbon fiber on my car mm, looks nice and it's very subtle i mean it really de-emphasizes that front the biggest criticism of the design of the new car is that front bumper now let's fast forward here to the story about the new special edition if you guys look at the press pictures and anything that comes out of mini corporate from germany in press pictures they all have a European license plate on the front, which then again de-emphasizes that big black bumper that's right. on the front of the car. It looks really good. It doesn't look... But then when you bring them to the U.S., and especially states that don't require a front license plate, it's like, oh, you know? And right. I haven't talked to a single person who likes it. I just... <laughs> I've yet to meet. If you are listening in the White Roof Radio land... And you like the front end of the Mini and that front bumper treatment and the front grill treatment, please let us know. Because I, I doubt we're going to hear from anybody. No, I don't think. <laughs> but anyway, you like how right. I segued there so, to the Mini 7 edition? Yeah, I like that. So, and this was today. And this got the internet like 17 different flavors of bent out of shape. And that, of course, is the new Mini 7 edition. 
which is essentially a, a, a Mini Cooper F56 with like an option package. Um, yeah, pretty much. A huge 12-page press release, but oh man, the internets were so mad about this today. Well, and Todd, go my, ahead. My my favorite thing was uh, when Alex posted uh, a comment from Jalopnik, was it? Yeah, it was Jalopnik. <laughs> the yeah, quote yeah. from Jalopnik, and I'll I'll read the quote specifically. No, it's not a quote. It's not a quote. It's the title of the uh, of the of the press release. The new, here's the quote. There's the title from the re release of Jopnik. The new Mini Seven is desperate hipster malarkey. Bonus <laughs> points for the word malarkey, Jalopnik. Thank you very much. I love that. I love that. And if you read the press release, in fact, I'm gonna. Here's a treat for you guys. I I, I put this together. This is verbatim from the press release. So here we go. You ready for this? Here we yeah. go. Yeah, I'm ready for this. The exterior design features compiled exclusively for the new Mini 7 are geared towards achieving a particularly stylish and striking expression of the Mini hardtop two-door and four-door, complete with its characteristic proportions, surface design, and lines. Instantly fascinating appeal is created especially by means of a body finish in the Mini Yours color, Lapis Luxury Blue. In the new Mini 7, the mature character and premium ambiance of the interior is highlighted by a harmoniously matched selection of colors and materials for the seats and interior surfaces. These options from the Mini Yours program lay the foundation for a particularly stylish and selective customization that underscores the car's premium character as well as its British roots. The new Mini 7 combines stylish individualism and progressive technology with an awareness of brand tradition and the British roots of the original in the premium segment of small cars. The design model follows in the footsteps of the classic Mini, its name echoing the very first appearance of the legendary ancestor more than five and a half decades ago. <laughs> I did not and, make and, and As we read on Facebook earlier today, <laughs> what the actual... <laughs> I did not make anything up. I did not, I mean... That's taken directly from and you know it's all hipster malarkey that was all taken directly from the press release and i hope you guys thought that was as ridiculous as i did putting it together <laughs> yeah dear dear mini usa stop with the premium knock it off yeah just just stop it can we just go stop. back to being no, a fun you're not selling cars and you're not selling cars because people think you're selling bmws knock it off it's not just ridiculous and it's embarrassing. It it kind of is, and I think everybody in the U.S. is kind of laughing at this now. To many USA's credit, this isn't coming from them. This is coming from no. corporate. Um, this this car, it's just a, it's a it's a hard top with the option pack is all it is. It really is. It it reminds me. It's not as bad as the uh, the MC40. Oh. But because that was a stripped down Cooper S. I love this car, by the way. I love the MC40, by the way. Really? What is? Yeah, I loved it. 
Why? The, the, the seats were retarded. No, I retarded. loved the seats. The, the seats were the best thing about the MC40, but it was a stripped-down Cooper S. Didn't even have multifunction wheels steering wheel. And we're missing. I, I know it was like totally oversold, like for what it was, but yeah. I don't know, like just the, the entire package, like the wheels, the the name, the the seats, like everything was like this is cool. Like I would like to have one of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think, like I said, let's, in, focus, let's focus back here on the. Uh, on the on the uh, on the thing here, right? Yeah. There was another line that I just caught. Where was it? I gotta find it. Oh, here it is. Okay. Unique in the segment, go kart feeling combined with a range, a full range of safety features and modern driver assistance systems. Mini, stop it. They're just stop. words strung this together. Car, this <laughs> car does not feel like a go kart. Todd's car feels like a go kart, but you gotta spend forty grand. Yeah. This exactly. car, 130 horsepower, 134 horsepower. No, that car doesn't feel like a go-kart. Especially, yeah. Mm. That was something I was thinking about after we talked last show, and I was telling this to the guys off, uh, off, uh, you know, uh, off the air. It, the one thing that the new cars don't have until you get to, like, the JCW versions that all of the R50 and the R53 cars had, all of the first-gen cars had, including the convertible, is that they all of them were in the top ten of Motorhead's best motor trends best handling cars on the planet the r50 and the r53 both and yeah. that the new cars haven't made that list since well yeah. just and, and just going back to the to the press race itself i i just out of curiosity for fun i went on the on the website of tesla and so when you get to the page of the model 3 there are exactly 53 words and if i summarize it's basically said it's fast. It's electric. It's awesome. Go buy it. <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of twenty four hundred words in a press release, uh, which is basically a bunch of hipster bullshit. Yeah. Good grief. No offense. <laughs> no complete offense intended, Minnie. This is this, just out of hand. This is com they're, they're completely out of hand. Minnie, you're drunk. Go home. Yeah, and and the thing I said to somebody else was like, okay, in the defense of the marketing campaign in the rest of the world, it seems to be working because sales are increasing in the rest of the world. But in the U.S., everybody's laughing at it. And it's... I, I was sad at first, and now I'm just pissed off. No, every time I read something like this, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you... This sounds ridiculous. Sounds you ridiculous. Sound, it, really does. it sounds like your parents trying to be hip is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and you just want to go. I don't. It sounds like it sounds like mom saying hella. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what this is. Or rad. If your mom said our, rad, that would be it. Show, there's our show title. I think my parents trying to be hip sound better actually, but just saying they might. Yeah, well, but see, your parents are younger than our parents, Alex. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyways, so so let's go beyond the press release, right. like and, and look at what comes with the car, right? Um, I, I mean, you know, in terms of color, just pure color, because I, I think I, I, I don't want to, you know, it's not really for me to say, but I think I have some sense of style. Yeah. Uh, you do. Like a lot of different colors for one, like one thing. It's like blue and gray and orange and, and there's, red. There's and yellow on the inside. There's yellow parts. Yellow and and you know, tweed. I mean, uh, you know the yeah. I mean, it's it's like all over the place. And plaid, so, but but this car, this blue is the blue of kings. It's lapis luxury blue. Okay, so I'm just saying, right blue I, of kings. It says right in the press release, blue of kings. Now, don't get me wrong. Let me preface this I by like, saying, I like this color blue. I'm, I love I mean, this color. I, I, I like blue. So I love this color blue. It looks really good in person. But let me also say that it's a thousand dollar paint job. 
it is right. it is one of the handful of paint jobs you can put on a, a new mini and they charge a thousand dollars for it and so basically when this came out i laughed and i said you realize what happened is they got a few thousand gallons of this lapis luxury blue paint sitting on a shelf somewhere because nobody's buying it that's a thousand dollars so because it's one it's a thousand dollars and another one there's another blue that looks so close to it that's yeah. not a thousand dollars that you can put on the car you know that's half that that's five hundred dollars it's a metallic paint for me that, the best blue i've ever seen on the mini is the one that's uh it's the dark blue on the the countryman i love this blue the the reef blue no, the uh, it's dark. Blue. I don't know what you, what's what's the name of the color, but I think it's dark blue metallic, something like yeah, this. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about now. Because reef blue was pretty good too, but it was so dark it almost looked black. Yeah, no, oh, this one. Yeah, which one you're mentioning? But yeah. uh, that blue hey. of the Countryman, when you put it with uh, black or gray wheels, it, it does look good. good. Yep. Yep. Todd, you missed a line in your in your little thing, which was awesome, by the way. That was amazing. Um, and this, I just found this line. I could probably do this all night long. It is especially defined by the powerfully arched bonnet and the large air inlets in the front apron. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And then there's a comma. And then, then it, it continues. The dynamic wedge shape of the side window graphic and a striking sill line that combines with the parallel character line to direct attention to the large wheel arches. This just sounds like designer BS, right? It sounds like what the designer tries to tell people to go, look, it's art. Okay. Now, I, I did this for you guys. I sent you the original press release from 2002. Which I'm linking up in the show notes, by the way. When the mini came out. And yeah, we should, we should link that up because you read it and you're like, it didn't sound so pretentious. And it sounded interesting. Like, okay, I want to see this car. I want to drive this car. And I, I just have to say that for the U.S. market, I'm going to say that again, this new marketing push towards premium and design and sophistication and all <laughs> of this this crap that they're they're you know painting on this car, it's not working. Not working in the I, U.S. I'm sorry. I, I just figured it out. You know what? You know why? I just figured it out. Yeah. This is what happens when you build a car by uh, the 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 quality scores. Yeah, this is what happens when you do that. Now, when you let Homer Simpson build the car. Yeah, yeah. and and just uh, just you know for sake of comparison, if you if you look at the first paragraph of this release, uh, it's like thirty nine words, and it's basically the same thing as what Tesla you know put for the Model Three. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. He drives amazing. Go buy it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's literally what it says, and there is no I mean there is no you know you know like words and and. And I don't know, uh, you know, work around and, you know, go there to go there to get to the point. It's just like what? it's very direct and it's very simple and just, you know, go try it. Go well, buy it. It's hard know? being somebody who I, I work in marketing and work around marketing people on a daily basis. And so I read between the lines always like I'm not a very good audience to be marketed toward. And when something works for me, it's got to be genius and amazing. So that being said, this, you read between the lines, and you're like, man, they are really trying hard to, to, to push the heritage of this car, of going, look, it's like the 1959 Mini, and here's the reasons for this. And you're going, oh, you're trying too hard. Don't try so hard. The car yes. is good. No. Yes, the car is good. Don't get this me. This is a fine, it's a good-looking car, yeah. except for the gold interior trim. I, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I don't but like this it is. I'm sure this is a very nice car. 
And the specs are are great on this car. There's nothing exactly. wrong with the specifications. I I love it, and and the car drives well. We drove one of these across country in 2012. We loved it from uh, San Francisco to Boston. And, 2014. Uh, and what did I say? 2014. Yeah, 2014. Um, we all loved this car. It was comfortable. We thought. And wait, 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 to, to remind people that the three of us were sitting there with a bunch of luggages. Right. Well, yeah. actually, at some point, there was four of us in this car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were. Right. And I think we all came to the conclusion that, yeah, it's a whole lot more comfortable than previous minis, and it's smoother, but it really doesn't come alive until you start pushing it in a corner and you start, right. you know, getting a, having a little bit of fun with it. And then we and really the liked the car. Right. Exactly. Right. I, I think our, I think our biggest trouble here is the way this car is being sold. Right. Right. And they're they're and going about the it the car, wrong way. Way the car is being represented represented in print and in digital media. Yep. They are making it like too hard to like. Yes. Yes. It's it's, it's too douchebaggy. It's too hipster. It's too BMW. I don't want a BMW. If I wanted a BMW, I'd be reading about BMWs. Right. I'd be go buying an X1 or an X3 or I, whatever. X1 or a 3 Series because I apparently can get a smoking deal on a 3 Series right now too. Got <laughs> uh, a zillion of them. But, but that's not what I want out of a Mini. I don't think that's what people want out of a Mini. I don't think that's what people expect out of a Mini. Well, clearly because I think the marketing in the U.S. is failing. The sales numbers, we're just going to say this again. We're going to keep saying this until it changes. The sales numbers bear this out. They're, they're down and they keep falling and right. I think it's because people are looking at this and the perception is changing about Mini. And Mini is doing exactly what they set out to do. They want to people to think this car is sophisticated and refined and grown up. Yet, right. that's not the reason people want to buy a Mini. They want to buy a Mini because it's fun. You can individualize it. You can put stripes and a roof flag and crazy stickers all over it. And you no, can... And that's still the case. Yeah, you but can... Right, but, but they don't sell that. Exactly. Exactly. They're not pushing that. They're, it's not a fun car anymore, and it's not something that speaks to... You don't buy a Mini because it says something about you. They, they're saying buy a Mini because it's you know premium. prestigious and premium. And I'm like, no, no, it's you not. buy this because you like it. Yeah, that's the, the Mini's always been the car you buy because you like. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a car that comes with a family. Yeah, it you comes know? with a community, man, an instant community. Community, instant friends. It's the really That's the best part of the right. car. I mean, you guys are the best part of me owning a Mini, you know? Like, the the friends that I've made and the relationships I have and, you know, this show and all the places we've been. I mean, dude, we've been to Amsterdam and all around the world and across the country yeah, four be, times. Be the plan. I was the first journalist to be able to take yeah. photographs in the Mini Cooper plan. <clears throat> Absolutely. All of those things would never have happened without this car. So... To us, that's the best part of this car. Yeah, it's a fun car to drive and everything, but the relationships are going to last way beyond any of us owning minis. Right. So Yeah, and, and I want to remind everyone you know, about something is that I, I said this a couple of weeks ago, and when we criticize uh, what the, the brand is doing, it's not out of just you know, pure you know, hate or 
uh, not really thinking about what we're saying. Like we, we, you know, in pre-shows, like we just, this is the only thing we talk about. And we try to, we're trying to find every way possible to spin this in a positive manner, but it's just like, you know, Mini is making this like very, very difficult for us. It's like being a parent to a kid who you know is smarter than his grades are reflecting. And you're like, you're better than this. You can do better than this. And you sh- I expect you to be better than this, you know, because I know yeah. you are. And that's yeah. that's what we're doing. We're saying it out of love. We all and, still love this car. Yeah, right. and, and uh, you know, proof is that you know, like you, you, pretty much everyone on the show, like driving a mini. My parents like didn't didn't uh, didn't even um, uh, think about it in any other brand when they when they looked you know for a new car for my mom. Like just mini, straight you know straight go to mini because they have like this relationship. Also, and they're not you know fans like you have people here. But you know, for my parents, this is a, this is a, a nice product. This is a fun product. This is a product that has not let them down. Like in 13 years, like zero issue with my 1D. Like in 13 years, like literally zero issues. Except Until, like I put regular fuel in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and so you know, all of that combined, boom. Why would you go somewhere else? There's no reason to go somewhere else. But right, right. now, people that are new to the brand. They are making, unless people are buying into this, I don't know, but they are making this really, really difficult to love and to like and just, you know, strip it down, strip it down. Alex, you know, I think people might get excited about this and I'm just going to repeat. This is one of the sections that Todd highlighted. And of course, uh, just because it makes no sense to me. And that is in the new Mini 7, the mature character and premium ambiance of the interior is highlighted by a harmoniously matched (laughs) selection of colors and materials for the seats and interior surfaces. And breathe. <laughs> that is just a string of bullshit words together. I'm what the heck is that supposed to mean? I'm sorry. That is that those means words, those aren't words you use to describe a Mini Cooper. What is that game? Harmonious. You use to, uh, to you know when you have a bunch of words and you're trying to make a sentence out of it. Nonsense. So they probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably like add a bunch of you know magnet magnets on the on a fridge with just words and like you know let's no, try to. Like, they have a giant erase board, a giant dry erase board in a room somewhere with really big versions of the magnetic letters, and they sit there and they have power meetings and they just rearrange these words all over the place and they go that makes no sense. Let's use that. We used to have that on our fridge. What was that that magnetic poetry thing where it's a whole bunch of words and yep. you arrange them on the fridge and you create things and you leave messages for your wife and your but girlfriend. But these are left over from one of the many takes the states because they had them on a bus. Yeah, they are. And they just basically started stringing together premium words and, and it's it's just, it's gotten sad. Many, if you're listening, I know, and I feel bad for the people at Mini USA because they're having to shovel this shit to to the American public and I don't think they like it either. But they have to put a smile on their face and go, well, this is what we've got to work with because now the marketing is the same for, for the world. And it didn't used to be. So I just realized this, right? <clears throat> Remember back in the day, Mini USA had their own ad company and it was just right. for the US and they had some really creative, fun stuff coming right. out. So, much so that some of that, some of that stuff was kind of copied ish to other markets. It was like, yeah. like Mini Canada. Yep. Was really on the edge of some, I mean, their stuff was, Wow. Yeah, yeah, um, some really racy some, stuff, yeah. And some of it went over to Germany, some went over to England. Not all of it, but a little bit of the fun went over to other markets, you know, not counting many Canada, which is, they, they're just insane. Yeah. Um, love you, Canada, really. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny because, because um, you know, you would, you would look, you would remember some, if you remember some of those uh, slog, uh, slogans, right, you would think nailed it, like, pretty much every time. And this is also why you had, uh, you know, like, uh, 
ridiculous challenges that actually, you know, were kind of valid. Like the Porsche thing uh, versus the 911 was like, yeah, totally get get on with it. Like do it. It's right. it was fun. But you wouldn't do this with uh, uh, the the way the brand is being represented now. Like it would look totally ridiculous. And know. in comparison, like you go, all right, in today's market, who is doing it successfully? And my answer to that is whatever Tesla is doing, clearly they're the ones who are doing it successfully because no kidding, 400,000 pre-orders for a car that doesn't even exist yet. 400,000. You know, it took many 10 years to sell that many cars. 10 years. And Tesla did it in a matter of a couple of weeks. You know? So why why is there three full paragraphs of hipster history in this press release because that's what they're really pushing so in in marketing speak what hipsters like is things with a story they want something with heritage and something with meaning they want you know something that has a beer in the bakery down the street but hipsters don't care that much about cars the hipster would buy the r53 at this point no wouldn't he? She? I mean, oh, uh, I think so. I think absolutely. I think we've come full circle. And I think what happened is is that many has, has uh, they were a little slow to the party. Like they could have done this five, six years ago and probably yeah. been mildly successful at it. But they waited too long. And now the, be handed. Oh. Yeah, the cycle has come all the way back around again. And it's like, nope, it's time to be fun. I think many, at least in the U.S., has got to get back to the roots of, and I don't mean the roots of 1959 and all feel-good hipster, this car has a story. I mean the roots of 2002 when this car was fun and maybe with an updated twist to 2016. Because yes, we're older, but we're still goofy people and we still like to enjoy driving a car. Give me a Cooper that wasn't built by J.D. Power. Yeah, exactly. give, me a, give exactly. me a Cooper that's got some torque, that has a little bit of a rougher ride, that Motor Trend would put around their circly track and say, you know what, this car handles better than nine, you know, uh, 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 you know, all the other cars except for nine. Because on the planet, I think, give me that car. I think as any analyst, you would go, okay, so they listened to all the JD Power stuff. Like sales were great, and even Alex, what did you say? Twenty thirteen was Mini's best year. Ever, was, yeah, yeah. Right? Anyway, 2013. Yeah. Well, that was about the time they started listening to J.D. Power, and they moved the switches, they got rid of the center speedometer, and they started doing all these things, and then sales started slipping. And so I'm like, don't you think anybody would see this from a, from a corporate point of view and go, oh, crap, maybe, DB, you, were, you hit the nail so squarely on the head. Stop building the car by J.D. Power surveys. Who gives a rip if the cars are selling? If reviewers don't like the the dinner plate size speedometer, who cares? These cars are selling and we're making money. Right. Y- you know, and that's what DB I-, I think is the most critical thing is to go make a car that people like, but not right. everybody. And and something that somebody told me this last week and it was the wisest thing I've heard about minis in a really long time. And they said to me, you know what? The mini is not for everyone. Yeah, and 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 the company needs to stop marketing itself like the car is for everyone because it's right. not. Not everybody will like this. 
And it's fine. Right. It's fine selling to a to a niche audience. It's fine. But if you don't feel, if you don't, you know, if BMW doesn't feel like it's profitable enough, then then drop it. Then you know, don't invest in it. I mean, it's you know, it's just as simple. Sell as it. That. Yeah, sell it, it to somebody it, who does uh, want it. Sell it or shut it down. Yeah, yeah, shut it down. Yeah. And uh, we've been talking a lot about mini, but I think you know, uh, I think our friend uh, DB, I mean Todd and I, wants to do uh, an intervention, an intervention, intervention for Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Why uh, DB Todd? <laughs> so uh, our man Gabe. This is starts. This is Gabe's words. I'm assuming this is Gabe starts off the uh, press release. While it sounds initially like a simple, like simply a sticker package, but there's clearly some more thought that's been given to the details of the Mini Seven. <clears throat> yeah, and, and no, it, he goes on to say something else. Like he he does like and it, right? the photos. It pays off rather well in our eyes. Yes, that was the part yeah. where I'm like, did Gabe write what? that story? What did, am I looking at it? What? What? Did he write this or did uh, did Matt or somebody else write it? I have to figure this out. No, I think uh, it wrote. No, nope, it was Gabe. Okay, good. <laughs> Didn't want to bag on somebody. Gabe, get back on let's, the show so we can bust your chops, man. Yeah. So so let's just review. We don't have a problem with the car. There's nothing wrong with this car. Yeah. I'm sure it's a fine automobile, except for the gold trim on the inside. I think that's a little weird. Reminded me of the Vans I used to get when I was in high school. But you know what? Yeah, yeah. I, made. Who did that? Who did you just make custom, get custom ordered Vans? Took like six weeks. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But again, brown and blue were dope. And that's kind of what this car does. And I'm sure this is a nice car because it's an F56. We already like the car. Our problem is how they're selling it. Yes, exactly. And it's truly ridiculous and embarrassing. Well, and it, it. it makes it kind of laughable, and that's that's what makes me angry. Like I said, it made me sad at first, but now I'm just angry because I'm like, no, 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 no. This car's better than this. You don't yeah. have to put all this whitewashy crap to try and sell it. The car sells itself when you mm -hmm. go for a yeah. test drive. It still does. As as dumbed down and as soft as the car is, if you will. Mm -hmm. Area super does, big gold. Totally so, so to, uh, well, I totally forgot about this. Uh, let me give you guys an example. Um, two weeks ago, I had a uh, colleague from uh, from Boston, you know, coming down to uh, for work here. We have clients here, and it was a kickoff meeting, anyways. Um, and so, and so, um, uh, that individual is on the uh, is on the hunt for a new car, and uh, she drives uh, she drives a, um, a three series now. And so I told her, let's let's you know, let's I'm gonna bring you to Mini, and let's you know, you got to try one, and. Uh, and the uh, the prejudice, I mean, the prejudice was this is a car for girls. It doesn't, you know, it's it's cute. It's you know, it's that you know all the stuff that you know David Duncan spoke spoke of in his video. Right. Um, she tried the car and she loved it. She loved it so much that she went tried again uh, last weekend. And I don't know what came out of it, but she was really impressed by what the car was capable of doing and how it drove. Uh, and and especially the uh, it's funny because it's. Most likely, I mean, very close to being the same thing, but she's 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 driven the uh, the, the 435 and the, the new 3 series and really hates the um, the uh, steering wheel thing. And on the on the on the mini, like she loved it. She was responsive. It was direct. It was more feel than in the BMW. Right. And uh, I mean, so yeah, you're you're right. The car like sells itself, still sells itself, which is pretty impressive in today's uh, today's world. Yep. Yep. So. I don't know. We're we're gonna keep talking about this until things start to change, and and I think things will. I think this company's too big. There's too much of a market. It's still a great car, and we can't let marketing kill it for right. for whatever it is. We care too much about it, and like I said, I I may sound like one of the most critical people 
like you know i've had a giant glass of haterade or something and uh, that's that's not really the case because i love my 2016 jcw this car makes me as happy as any mini i've ever owned every time i get in it and drive it it sounds awesome it drives awesome it handles well it's comfortable on top of it it's you know if oh. i had if i had 40 grand i would have one too yeah, and and that's I don't, I don't have forty grand. Right, right, and I don't think everybody does right now. So, um, that's its drawback. And right. I don't. I'm I'm not going to say it's a, a a bad drawback. Maybe that's where Mini's gone. Is they're like, well, we're the forty thousand dollar car, and talk about being a niche market before. <laughs> if that's what they're gonna, you know, be trying to sell more of, it's going to be even a bigger niche market. I think. Right. If, if that's what I mean, you know, where we end up. A mini selling for a hundred dollars is like having to pay a hundred dollars for for forty grand. It's like paying to have. It's like having to pay a hundred dollars to go to Disneyland for the day. Yeah, you know, there's to me there's no value. Mm-hmm. The value is not there. This is not a forty thousand dollar car. But I do not get a hundred dollars worth of entertainment by going to Disneyland. Right, but then there are there are tons of people who said, "Oh, I absolutely would. I can afford it, and I love it, and I do it all the time." They buy the season pass. So sure, and that's and, and, and that's so, totally fine, and that's totally fine. And that's that's totally fine, but for the rest of us, we're relegated to you know not spray farm or driving Camrys, yeah, which is sad. Yeah, you know, because this know. used to be a car that even in the entry level, and this is what you said last week, DB. Even in the yeah. entry level, before at twenty grand, twenty two grand, it was a fun, awesome car, and it's still really? it's still a decent car now. But like now I said, my. It's a nice car. My money's where my mouth is. Is we traded in a, a 2014 Cooper on a 2013 Roadster for the right. sheer fun and drivability factor. Right. So I I've put. It was a really nice car. The new Cooper's super nice. I've spent an entire day in one, and I liked it fine. But it just was, you know, it was just nice. Yep. Yes. Yep. Not that there's anything wrong with nice, but I want a little bit more than nice. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know. We all know what you're saying, and we're going to keep saying it, and like I said, until, until things change or until somebody listens to us. <laughs> I mean, that's, what's, that's what's wrong with my car now, is my car's nice, but meh. But, you, you know? know, for what it is, you might as well be driving a Ford Focus for half you know, the price. You know what my car is really good at? My car's really good at driving around town. It's really good at that. Yeah. And that's really about it. It doesn't handle and amazing. It doesn't. It's okay on the freeway and at freeway speeds, you know. But where that car really shines is driving downtown, and that's perfectly good use for it. Yep. And here's something that I, I did this last week, and it was uh, it was my moment of the week, and I wanted to like send this to everybody I know who works at Mini, and just say, listen, here's what you need to do this week: take 15 minutes. This, this movie's 15 minutes long and watch the movie about your own company and it was the 50th anniversary you know piece that they did called Rebel Without Pause yeah we showed Thanks. it in front of the show we did at Amviv yep. a few years ago yeah we showed the whole I'm piece supposed, I'm supposed to link to that in the show notes as well yeah it's on a couple places on YouTube right now and you can see it but you go watch this and you see how emotional people are about these cars and how how attached they've been to them since 1959, you know, for more than 50 years now. And you start to go, oh, this is where they need to get back to. This is what this car is about. And right yes. now, it doesn't feel like it's about that anymore. 
Right. So on that note, post a link to that. Everybody needs I, to go watch that this yeah, week. I think the video's been pulled. No, it's still there. It's in two parts. You have to watch part one and part two. So there's a short version of it that's five minutes long called Rebel Without Pause. It's mini at 50 years. And then there's a long version. And then there's a long version. And usually you have to find it. It's cut into two pieces, like part one and part two, which is fine. Yeah. Take the time to, to watch it. It's a total of 15 minutes. But even if you just get to watch the five minute one, it's good, but it's not quite as good I, as the long one. Anyway, we'll try and we'll try and post a link to that. But I just want to say to the people at Mini, go watch your own thing. Please. <laughs> you know, it really wasn't that long ago. It was 2009. So, and it's fantastic. Do we have oh, some uh, giveaway in the meantime? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the this is the the this up is note. The this yeah, is yeah. the up moment for the show. Go watch this. You're gonna feel good about it, and you're gonna want to go buy another mini. So, guys, I want you to go back, and for those of you who already seen it, go back, watch it again. Uh, for those of you who are uh, working in New Jersey, take a moment. Actually, take about ten and go back and watch us, and then talk to Germany. See what you can do. Help us out. I Help mean, if, if if I were heading up Mini, I would go in Monday morning, and I would make before everybody went to work. I would make them sit in a dark room and watch this movie, and then go go sell some freaking cars now. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. Somebody has to have this on DVD in the office in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's our thoughts on, you know, what's happening this week. Let's remind you guys about another fine sponsor sharing at the White Roof. Our friends over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com. Uh, the really cool high-tech computer design stuff, right? The F56 intake, the uh, FlexPod adapter, if you, so you don't have to carry your phone or put it in, a, you know, in the cash tray or put it you know, in the spot there underneath your emergency brake, uh, a dipstick that you can read if you have an R50, if you have first, second generation car, uh, a pulley if you've got an R53 and you want to do a mod on it. All the really cool things plus a whole lot more are available over at CravenSpeed.com. Cool thing about CravenSpeed too is you don't have to buy it from CravenSpeed. We like it that you do. But if you want to go over to Detroit Tuned and buy some CravenSpeed stuff or hit chat up while he's at the Dragon, done. You want to go bug Whalen and get some CravenSpeed stuff or the guys over at Helix, done. You want to go over to Out Motoring and order CravenSpeed stuff, Go ahead. Awesome. Go just, just as long as you're buying Craven Speed. That's all we care about, right? Um, and, but if you do buy something from CravenSpeed.com, which is awesome, by the way, if you guys do that, there's a spot there you can leave a comment. We like it if you can you know, put a little note there that you really appreciate them supporting White Roof Radio. I know we appreciate them supporting us. They've been one of our original sponsors since you know, way back in the day. Um, and they're super great people, and they deserve to get all of your money. So go over there and give it to them, CravenSpeed.com. Um, yeah, go check them out. Thank you. So it is car event season. Everybody's at the Dragon this week, not listening to the show. Are you guys still there? Did, yeah, no, we're still there. Yeah, yeah, no, we're listening to you. Yeah, so everybody's at the Dragon this week, and we're hoping that everybody keeps it shiny side up. That's key. <laughs> That's key. You want to keep the car on its wheels. You don't want to go off a cliff. You don't want to go into a ditch. You want to keep it shiny side up. And have a good time. And, you know, tell Chad we miss him. Uh, and then also don't forget, um, hopefully you guys registered for Southwest Mini Fest happening in June. That's just a couple weeks away. I'm really excited for that. Alex, are you still coming down for that event? I am trying very, very hard to come down for the event, yes. That would be that would be dope if you made it down. It would be super awesome. Um, and then, of course, Mini Takes the States, which all of you guys are already, like, really weirdly, super strangely excited about. Yes, everybody's really excited about it. 
Right. Uh, so, so you thought you were saying, I think last week or two weeks ago, like they've never had like so many registrations as uh, before. Yes, there's a a, a record number. That's yeah, Mini Take the States is going to be insanely huge this year. So, so there is like the, the, the audience is here. The, the audience is here, right? Like, you know, uh, yes. if, if you have so many people like attending the event, like the audience is here. It's just the, your car is not meeting the audience. Like they're not, they're not meeting one another. It's, there's something I like got lost in translation, translation here. Exactly. So let's do it, Mini. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So there's that happening. There's nothing else happening right now. What else did we have? There was there wasn't there one other story we were going to talk about? Mm. No, we've we've nope. we've killed it. Yep. Okay. Then I think we're done. So we um, so we don't like the, the marketing direction. We don't like all the hipster malarkey. We do like the key fob for the F56 car. There'll be a link to that in the show notes. And um, there's just going to be lots of links in the show notes, so make sure you click back over to White Roof Radio this week for all the links in the show notes. Yep. Got it. Um, and I think with that, we are done. I want to remind you guys about motoringstripes.com. While you cannot get free shipping on your stripes because that deal is done, you can still get over there for all of your mini takes estates, uh, magnetry, and other miscellaneous decals so that you look sharp and hot. And you get the, the, the door magnets, got the official logo, uh, the limited edition magnetic badge. There's a few There's a few left. We're saving some to sell on the deal, but, man, uh, we, we've uh, almost sold out of those. Nice. So get over to motoringstripes.com quickly and order up the rest of your stuff. You have plenty of time to get it before many takes states, but you want if you want like the special edition magnet, you got to go do it now. It's limited edition, special 10-year anniversary design. It's very cool. You're going to like it a lot. Go over and check it out over at motoringstripes.com. Don't forget, too, is if you need stripes for your car and you want to put them on yourself, Todd will sell you stripes. Done. You want the Countryman boot, the, the, the rear bumper strip protector thing? Done. You want a white roof radio sunroof delete kit? Ping Todd, he'll actually give you a price and he'll sell you one, ship it to you so you can install it yourself. All that and more over at motoringstripes.com because blank is boring. Yes, it is. Blank is boring. Blank is boring. It really is. Blank is boring. Um, but that's it. Uh, also, thank you to the patrons, the Patreon people, those of you who are helping to keep White Roof Radio going. Um, I wanted to give you an update. You guys know that I'm getting ready. To, we're getting ready to start another show underneath the White Roof, and that's getting closer and closer every day. Helped, of course, by your patronage, which is super duper awesome. It's going to be a show about bicycles and beer. It's going to be a great time. Uh, keep an eye out for that. I'm hoping to get it released within uh, probably the next 30 days. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, and all because you guys are helping out at patreon.com forward slash white roof radio if you get any value from the show at all cruise on over there and you know say hey i want to help out done and done simple like a quarter a quarter show yep dollar show whatever you want you know go crazy or not uh every little bit helps and we appreciate every little bit patreon.com forward slash white roof radio but uh we are done otherwise and this is the part of the show where i do like to make the funny clicking sound and then i say Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next weekend, this is TB. I'm done. Cheers. Adios.